welcome to the City Point Church podcast. Thanks for joining us. Every day is an opportunity to take hold of. So we hope this message inspires you and builds your faith, that it helps you have more of a God perspective for your day. Enjoy. Get ready for a great message and to receive. Can you declare out loud, today my heart is open. My ears are alert to grow and change and never be the same. Amen. Amen. Once you be seated. Hey, we're always blessed during renovations of the kids' department to have some of the kids in the uh, congregation today. So we've got CK3, CK4 with us, and renovations in the other building are just looking amazing, by the way. And um, we've, got a, <laughs> we've, got, we've got a great team and, uh, and cheer squad as well. Uh, making it happen over there. But if you're in CK3 or 4, I want you to listen. Today, during the message, I've got four scripture references. Four scriptures. And if you can uh, reference every scripture that I write, Pastor Mel will be at the front at the end of the service. Come down, tell Pastor Mel what you had. And if you've got all four, you'll get a free drink in the cafe. Whatever drink you want. It's, it's yours today for free. Uh, parents or children, if you need a pen and paper, would you just put your hand up in the air quickly? We've got a host team going around, just at the back there. It's fantastic. Down the front, we've got three hands, four hands, another one back there. This is awesome. I love it. More hands going up than Taylor Swift. <laughs> it was as loud today as Taylor Swift as well. <laughs> fantastic. So four scripture references, and you get a free drink on the house. Awesome. Well, I would love you to get your physical Bibles out or your app out, and um, turn your Bible this morning to Matthew 16, verses 13 to 18. So the book of Matthew, chapter 16, 13 to 18, and in a moment we'll read from that. You know, the revelation of Jesus is what transforms Christianity from being a religion into a relationship, from an outward transformation to an inward transformation. And today's key scripture of Matthew 16, 13 to 18 says these amazing words. It's found in your Holy Bible and it says, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea for Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Tick. Sticker. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the kings of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen. I love that. I love how um, Jesus responded that you are Peter and on this rock, 
I will build my church. See, Peter had a revelation. This revelation didn't come through good calculations or wisdom. The revelation of Peter was that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus' response was on this rock, on this rock of revelation that Peter had. I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. See, this church is built on the revelation of Jesus right here at City Point North. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 to 10 says, But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Holy Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. See, church, the Holy Spirit is the revealer. Not common sense or culture, but the Holy Spirit. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit in our lives is the one that brings revelation of who Jesus Christ is. See, without the Spirit of God active and alive and without you and I building relationship with Him through meditation and prayer, through trust, through relationship, I think one of the best ways to build a relationship with the Holy Spirit is through silence. I have learned in my life that I sit on my bed and I say, Holy Spirit, here I am. Would you do what the Bible says you do? Would you counsel me? Would you train me? Would you equip me? Would you pour out the love of God? Would you fill me with the power of God? Would you do what you do? And um, I've learned to build my relationship with the Holy Spirit. And see, the more silent I am, the more I find I get revelation. In fact, the, the more I just sit and I just say, Holy Spirit, would you speak to me today through your word? I then see the words in the Bible come to life because it's the living word of God. Amen. So who does God want in his church? See, from different cultures, different religions, no matter their status, God wants everybody. And that's the good news of the gospel. 1 Timothy 2, 3 to 4 says, For this is good and acceptable in the, spirit, in the sight of God, our Saviour, who desires all men to be saved. And that means all men, all women, from every four corners of the earth, from every nation, no matter your status in life. God desires the heart of every man and woman that they would be, this, be saved. And to come to the knowledge of truth. See, the church of Jesus Christ is built on the revelation of Jesus. And this is what the Holy Spirit brings and what we, the church, have been praying for. Amen. Let me just give you some stats. There are five major religions in the world today. 31% of the world is Christian. 25% of the world is Muslim. 15.2% of the world is Hindu. 6.6% of the world is Buddhist. 
0.2% of the world is Jew. Islam or Muslims give credit to Jesus Christ. They say that Jesus was a prophet. Jesus will come again to overcome the Antichrist. They believe that. Jesus was the Messiah, the anointed one. They believe that. They believe Jesus came with a divine message, but not a divine mission. And that Jesus is not God. Hinduism gives Jesus Christ credit. Hindus are happy with whomever you worship as long as you are fully devoted to that belief system. In doing so, the one God will truly respond through the particular form of devotee believe, uh, believe that they believe in. Buddhism gives Jesus Christ credit also. They acknowledge the existence of Jesus as a prophet. Jesus is perhaps the reincarnate of Buddha, as they apparently had a very similar birth of a virgin. Apparently. They, they say that the life of Jesus is a perfect example for all Buddhists to strive for. Judaism gives Jesus credit. They acknowledge that Jesus existed, was a Jew, and he was a teacher. In summary, so all the main religions of the world give Jesus Christ credit. Yet Jesus Christ only gives himself credit. Jesus said in the Holy Bible, John 14, 6, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Wow. What words, hey? See, acknowledging Jesus is not enough. We must have a revelation that Jesus is the way, that he is the truth, and that he is the life. Religion claims to have a way. Jesus' claim is, I am the way. Religion claims to have truth. Jesus' claim is, I am the truth. Religion claims to know a way to find life. Jesus' claim is, I am the life. Did you know that there are 195 countries in the world? There is said to be over 3,500 cultures, but we know that there are 195 defining cultures in the world. The Holy Bible tells us it has been evidenced through history and it is seen in today's world that the revelation of Jesus is available for every person, in every country, of every class. His message is relevant for everyone of every race, of every religion. His love is sufficient for all of humanity. His salvation message supersedes classification, nationality, culture, and religions. The Apostle Peter had this revelation that Jesus superseded everything when he answered Jesus' question, who do people say that I am? See, he realized that Jesus Christ, the man before him, superseded everything. Yeah. 
he realized that Jesus Christ superseded the cultures of the day. The cultures that were dividing the church, the cultures that were dividing humanity, the cultures that were formulating their own self-centered religions and gods out of carved carved images and, and animals. He knew that Jesus Christ was the answer that all of those religions and cultures, nationalities, tribes, people had been crying out for. Peter had a revelation of Jesus Christ. Superseded these cultures and religions supersedes nationality and status, abused and lonely, the hurting, the poor, and even the rich. Jesus Christ is the answer for all of us. Amen? Peter saw that in Jesus, we are all united. Not because of our tolerance towards each other and other belief systems, rather because of Jesus' pursuit of all of us. Amen? Don't you just love it that just knowing that even on your worst day, Jesus is pursuing you? That even before you gave your life to Christ, or maybe today you haven't, and you're in this room or listening to this, you're doing that because Jesus is pursuing you. You know, no matter your giftings and your talents, Jesus doesn't judge you on the quality of those things on your skill sets, your career. Jesus is pursuing you in spite of all things. No matter the success of your life, Jesus pursues you. No matter what you've said to your friend or you, you've done in your family or, or, or you, the way you've treated your spouse, you need to know that Jesus is pursuing you. Doesn't mean he's happy with those things. Doesn't mean those, those religions line up with the Word of God. Doesn't mean where your heart has gone or, or the bed you've laid in before. Doesn't mean he agrees and says they're okay. But he says, you are my child and I will pursue you in spite of all those things. See, the love of God supersedes everything. And he loves you and I so much that he doesn't leave us the way we were, but he will transform you into the way you've always been created to be. That talent will be fulfilled when you submit it to God, as, as um, Nicole was saying to God, as we, today as we humble ourselves before our King of Kings and we lift him up, you will see your life more fulfilled than you ever have before. Why? Because his love supersedes anything else that the world has to offer. He is pursuing you today. See, Peter experienced the saving grace of God through Jesus and how it is available for everyone. See, Peter knew if God could save him, he could save you. If God could forgive him, he could forgive me. If God could unconditionally love him, He would unconditionally love you and I as well. Peter had a revelation of Jesus. And maybe you've been reading your Bible. And for way too long, the Bible has been words and not revelation. All you have to do is say, Holy Spirit, as I read today, would you allow the word become revelation? 
You know why all the leaders in this church refer to the Bible as the living word of God? It's because those words you, you read have the power to completely transform a person's life. That's why when we preach, we preach the, the morality of the Bible. That's why we preach the precepts of the Bible. That's why we say this is how you raise your children and we pull it out of the Bible. That this is the way that you renew your mind and we give you the answer from the Word of God. This is why we say, you know, tithing and offering will pour out blessings in your world because the Bible uh, has the truth that will transform that area of your life. This is why we stand in faith, even though we've never experienced, we would lay our hand on a child's eye and see it transformed right in front of our eyes. Because we have a revelation that this is not just words anymore. This is the living word of God that transforms our lives. This is why we say to you, would you be bold and have the courage to, to pay for someone and realize you won't have less, but you'll have more. That we, we say to you, you know, when God inspires you to pray with someone or you see someone's leg that's, that's not as it should be, that you would reach down and say, would, can I pray for you today? That maybe a healing will happen, like we heard last week in the hospital, where the man just said, can I, can I pray for you? And she said, yes, and healing happened in the moment. See, that revelation comes from the Word of God. And when we have the revelation, we are transformed. And so you might have been coming to this church for a long time now. You might listen to every podcast and know all the good ones. You know, you know that we edited last week and got rid of that little line that I put in there last week. You know what I'm talking about, right? If you don't, that's okay. God saved your ears. <laughs> You might, you might have experienced the surroundings of, but not the internal. You might have experienced that, that other people get changed and transformed and saved and their lives radically changed, but not experienced. And today I, I pray that through this message that you would seek God for the revelation. Seek the heart of God, the face of God, and not the hand of God. Not, God, would you do something for me, but rather, God, would you do something in me? Not, not God, you know, would you just give me money and houses and, and all this stuff that the, the church seems to talk about, but God, would you change what's in me so I am fulfilled with what I have that you've already given me? That we don't pursue the hand of God Although the Bible tells us to pray for the sick and they will recover, that people will follow the ones that bring healing. The Bible says that. And this is why faith with works, or works is the completion of faith. I preached that a few weeks ago and get that on the podcast. But the works is the completion of your faith. Before the works, the faith is in progress. It's, it's, it's happening. You're getting there. But once you start in the realm of the works in accordance to the faith, faith is fulfilled. And the Bible says that, that uh, people will be drawn to God and that they will know the saints because we walk around praying for people and seeing them healed and recovered. So my encouragement, church, is would you step out in your faith today with this revelation of Jesus? See, this is Jesus Christ that I'm talking about, not a religion, 
not a good story or a saying, something I've heard or haven't experienced, but I'm an educated pastor, so I know what to say on a platform. Yeah, my, my, daughter, <laughs> my, my daughter walked past my office this morning um, as, as everyone was coming and, and she saw me in there and I was just getting all my stuff together and putting my jacket on. She goes, Dad, you're ready for everyone. And I said, babe, this isn't Taylor Swift. I said, I'm a pastor in the church. God's ready for everyone and I'm just going to be a conduit today. Yeah, this is no concert. This isn't just wise words. This is the transformational word of God. And when, like Peter, we let that sink into us, Jesus will say, well, who do you say I am? And you won't say, oh, I think you're this. Or others say this. You'll say, I know who you are. I've seen it. I've experienced it. And I walk in it. And I've been transform- transformed by it. I'll tell the world who you are. Amen. See, this revelation of Jesus Christ is who the church is built upon. Who our Christian lives are to be built upon. Your life, Christian, isn't to be built upon your quotation of the Word of God. I know many people that can quote the Word of God. But the question is always, has it transformed your life? Are you living the Word of God? Is the Word of God living through you? Or are you quoting? See, many, many people quote the Word of God to me, and if, I don't know if you're like me, but I can't really quote that, you know, except for Psalms 1, I can quote that. Okay? The, but I can't say, bless this man that walks not in the council of the young God, do you want me to continue? <laughs> and so I'm not the sort of person that can say Matthew 6 verse 14 says this. Or Revelations 29 says this. Is there a 29? No. But it's not about what you can quote. Do I believe that you should uh, remember and, and study the Word to a point where you can remember? Absolutely. Because our minds get transformed that way. We, they, they get renewed by the reading of the word. Okay, but that's, it's not a competition, Christian, of how many scriptures we have, what we can quote. It's about the life that's transformed. It's not how wise you sound to someone. It's the, do you have the one word with the touch of the Holy Spirit? And when you say it, it'll bring transformation to that person you're talking to. See, I've quoted scripture to people and it's fallen on deaf deaf ears. But sometimes before speaking, I've gone, Holy Spirit, would you give me the key to unlock? And I've said something that sounds like Graham and unlocked a person's life because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And so you might have been in this church for a long time or a Christian for a long time. Today is the day of revelation in our worlds, of who Jesus is. Maybe you've never given your life to Him before. And you're sitting here and you're like, I know about Him, 
But I'm, I realize, like, Peter, I actually need to know him. I need to be able to talk with Jesus. I need to be able to commune with Jesus. Not to have a communion religious moment on a Sunday once a month, but to, to walk and talk and commune with him all the time through his spirit. I believe in Jesus, the Father. I believe in the Son. Many religions do. The top five do. They all believe that there's a God. They all acknowledge and believe Jesus, but they don't have the revelation from the Holy Spirit. And so today you might be here and you're like, Graham, I, I, I know about God. There is definitely a God. I can tick the box. I've heard about Jesus. I've seen enough. I believe Jesus was a, a, a great man. He did live on the earth. There's evidence of it not just in the Bible, but throughout history. So it's stupid to not believe in Jesus, that great man that inspired the world. But today I want to bring that inspiration into revelation. And only God can do that with an open heart. So right now I just pray, would you open your heart? See, following Jesus isn't following a religion. It's allowing the person Jesus renew us. A revelation of Jesus is what changes anybody's life for eternity. The revelation of Jesus is the foundation of his church. Today in this place, if you would like to give your life to Jesus, and say, Jesus, would you transform me from knowledge to revelation? Would you move me from believing and knowing to have a belief that works faith out, that experiences and is transformed through you? Today, if you would like to receive the Holy Spirit in your life, this happens at the point of salvation. If you'd like to receive the Holy Spirit in your life, the Holy Spirit is our counselor, is our helper, is the power of God, is the conviction to Jesus, which is why you need Him for salvation. See, the devil is the one that makes you feel guilty but the Holy Spirit will convict you to righteousness. The devil will make you feel like you're lesser than and you can't come to God because he's holy. But the Spirit will convict you of your sin and say, and now come to God and let him make you righteous. Our righteousness is in our good works and our good works will not get us into the kingdom of heaven. Good works without faith will take you straight to hell for eternity. But good works done and powered by the Holy Spirit will transform someone else's life. And the transformation of the Holy Spirit will save yours. Jesus sees everyone here today, every heart, every mind, 
every motive. He knows what you deal with. And he says today, I choose you. Always have.